Are you a woman? Do you love free porn? Do you love free erotic stories? Do you love free articles about women's issues? Well, then you are going to love my sponsor's website, Belessa.co. That's B-E-L-L-E-S-A dot C-O. They have free erotic stories, free erotic movies, and as I mentioned, some really interesting articles such as five ways to meet someone that doesn't involve dating apps, five things men should avoid on a first date with a bisexual woman. I guess that article is more for men than women. And why penis shaming is 100% a form of body shaming and why you should not do it. And I am going to agree with you because pleasure comes in all shapes and sizes. So definitely go and visit my sponsors, Valesa.co. And thank you so much for supporting my podcast, Holly Randall Unfiltered. That's B-E-L-L-E-S-A dot C-O. Are you a photographer, either amateur or professional, who've always dreamed of shooting beautiful nude Playboy models? Then you are in luck, my friend, because I am hosting my next photography workshop June 16th through the 18th here in Los Angeles. My model is going to be the beautiful Playboy Plus Cyber Girl of the Month, Bailey Rain. And I'm going to have a mix of small group workshops and private one-on-one sessions. So make sure that you go and visit hollyrandallworkshops.com and sign up. We have so much fun on these shoots and I can guarantee you the most beautiful images of naked women in your portfolio that you will ever have. So please come join us. You will have a blast and you will learn a lot. That's hollyrandallworkshops.com. I hope to see you guys there. Today on the show, I have a very interesting and different podcast duo. I have Cam and Karen Lee Potter from Sex Talk with My Mom on the show. These two are hilarious. Um, They have a very popular podcast and they talk about all things sex, which is always sort of awkward when you talk about it with um, your mom or your son, which makes the whole thing kind of even funnier. And they have a really great story that actually um, has a story of tragedy, of triumph, of using humor to heal about families coming together. So there's a lot more to them than just like, you know, the Sex Talk podcast. So I'm very excited to have them here and to get to know them a little bit better. So let's welcome Cam and Karen Lee from Sex Talk with My Mom on Holly Randall Unfiltered. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Today in the studio, I am thrilled to have two very special guests. I have Cam and Karen Lee Potter from Sex Talk with my mom. Hello. Hello. Thank you guys so much for coming. I'm super excited to be here. So, well, I actually, I'm excited for you to be here. I am also excited to be here as well. <laughs> we are Clearly. also excited We're to be very here. Excited too. To We're be all here. excited. <laughs> um, so, I already did their show. Um, so, you should definitely go listen to their podcast, my episode on their podcast. We loved it. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. We learned how to how to take f- sexy photos. Yes, yes, we talked about that. Oh god, that was fun. Yeah, 
And um, yeah, and just we had a really good time. And you guys just have like a, a great story. And I love your podcast. Oh. And it's uh, you know obviously become very popular. It was named the um, number three on Esquire's best sex podcast of 2017. Yeah. That's Thank pretty you. cool. Were you guys like so? Were you surprised when you like heard that? Totally. Oh wow, I wasn't surprised at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, we 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 had a little heads up ahead of time that mm-hmm. that was going to occur. But when she called, we're like. Whoa, how'd you find us? Yeah, that's amazing. So how long have you guys been doing the podcast for? We've been doing it for two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. And how did this whole thing like mm-hmm. come about? It's such a, a wild journey that's taken us here. So any any recognition is a surprise to me, which is why Esquire's podcast list was like, Whoa, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah. Um Well, like any good story, it's Rooted in tragedy, but ending up in comedy. Right, it's right. along the Shakespearean line. <laughs> yeah. Well, growing up, I she she was the cool mom. Mm-hmm. So like, and every- she still is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like was. Yeah. yeah what she's very much the cool mom. Uh, where you know my friends would come over and talk to her about relationships, mm-hmm. and you know I don't think they're having sex yet, but things leading up to that. Right, right, right. And uh, you were very receptive, and you had good advice. I love talking. I like men and men in general. Mm-hmm. I, I adore talking to men. But <laughs> you mean my sister? I know. That's why I, like. I knew we had a kindred spirit. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that was uh, it was a lot of fun for me to talk to those guys. So yeah, so Till like two in the morning, we're up still talking about getting, so one guy gets all the chest hair waxed off of him freshman year of college. It, it was hilarious, and yeah. it must have been nice for them to be able to talk to somebody older, you know, and and not feel judged and feel that they, you know, because they probably didn't feel like they could talk to their parents about that kind of stuff. Totally, yeah. there you go. Yeah, so it, yeah, I started to question whether they wanted to hang out with me or her. Uh, but. <laughs> I've literally had that problem. Like some people, I swear to God, are just friends with, with me because of my mom. Like I'm not <laughs> yeah. joking. They're like, it's your mom. I'm like we're gonna go up to your mom. Like hang out with your parents. I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm cool too, man. <laughs> yeah, she made me. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> you guys are adorable. So, so anyway, when when I was in high school and I was 17 years old, my dad was murdered. Right, and that really flipped our worlds upside down. Yes, I can. That was a tragedy how, part that yeah, we're talking about. Here. Right, right, right. Which is awful. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Thank you. And but what happened was that our family became very close. Mm-hmm. I have two siblings, and the four of us really like came together. Yeah, because uh, we needed to. Right, um, and. It, then it just made our relationship even closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've always been doing comedy throughout my whole life. Uh, so eventually she started her own YouTube channel when she started dating again. Mm-hmm. You you can explain where that went. Okay, so I started this YouTube channel thinking, well, I'm going to help out all these women who want to start their life again mm-hmm. after a death or divorce. Right. And I'm, I'm like so gung-ho on reinventing yourself and all that kind of stuff. And I found that only like... I looked at my demographics on YouTube, and it was like 18 to 35-year-old men that want to learn about cougars. Right. It was not at all what I was thinking were going to be my audience. Is this been kind of amazing, like the whole like MILF like revolution that's like happened like online? It's just, it's so interesting because one of the things that I find really fascinating about the internet is how it showed... um, us what the public actually wants as opposed to what the media has been telling us that we want 
totally. this whole time because before it was always controlled by advertisers and media and like you know they were like everybody mm-hmm. loves young, young hot young. girls yeah. like young hot girls and so we're like oh we like young hot girls I guess that's what everybody likes and then when the internet opened up and it gave the opportunity for people to really seek out what they actually wanted to and it was a place where they could get access to whatever they were interested in you started to see like people were interested in older women and that became like a big trend so it was kind of yeah it's kind of interesting to see that it was the old Stifler's mom thing from American Pie. Yeah, it's just like yeah, like, that did kind of like what kickstart the whole thing, right? right? So I changed the word cougar to be a confident, older, unique, genuine, assertive, and racy woman. Ooh, I like that. So I made it a positive term because I couldn't think of another term for like what is this you know hot older woman called? Yeah. Is she called a hot older woman? A mature woman sounds you know like yeah porny like yeah. Porn-y-like? It does sound a little porn like uh, what else? Uh, single woman. It just didn't seem right. Uh, right. Old lady did not seem. Like yeah, yeah, we don't like that one. <laughs> anyway, so I started um, that YouTube channel, and then Cam decided to use that for fodder after well, I wrote my book. Yeah, she wrote this A Cougar's Guide to Getting Your yes. Ass Back Out There. And if you're watching the YouTube channel, you can see the cover here. And actually, um, we're going to be doing some signed giveaways uh, for my Patreon members because they brought us a lot of gifts. They not only brought us this book, they brought us some condoms too, yes. okay, which I guess we can Kid get to tested, later. mother-approved condoms. <laughs> yes. I would not send this in the mail as they do. Yes, sure. yes. Apparently these condoms blow up in the mail. So. <laughs> <laughs> Unless like maybe you want to send them to someone you don't like very much. You know, like how it's you a good can- you can send somebody like poop in yeah. the mail. Yeah. <laughs> exploding condoms. You're coming up with a good one. We might use that. They actually have, have you seen, they have an exploding like glitter dick box that you can buy and send to someone you don't like. I, I didn't <laughs> or, know a dick was involved. I've heard glitter in the mail. So there's one specifically it's that it's all, it's like dick confetti. And so like when it explodes, it's like little cutouts of dick. And oh it just goes God. everywhere. Oh That's hilarious. Yeah, and it's like impossible to clean up. Oh man. Anyway, sorry, go on. Oh, so where was I? Okay. Yeah, we're talking about uh, the book. Uh, your book. Yes, so, so Cam decided to take my book on the road. Yeah, so I was using this in my stand-up act, reading mm-hmm. passages from it. Like, there's a chapter called "Release Your Inner Stripper," uh-huh. which is fun for me to act out on stage. Yeah, yeah, especially because yeah. my mom wrote it. Uh, <laughs> and the, you know, I would try to sell the book to the audience, and eventually, hey, you had some sales. More, I did have probably some more sales. sales than I did on my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and so it was going well. And then we decided to like I was like okay, so clearly the, an audience enjoys when I talk about my mom, who is a self proclaimed sex expert. Right? Why don't I collab with her? We made a video, and then uh, we decided to create a podcast from it. Wow! Yeah, and it's uh, the origins of sex talk with my mom. That's it. And then, so how was like? What was the first episode like? Like, what did you guys talk about? Like, what it, we talked about uh, masturbation <laughs> and fantasy. And uh, was this like? Had you ever had these kinds of conversations with your mom before you started the podcast? I thought I was open with her, and then when we actually got down to brass tacks, yeah. it was, I was like, whoa. This is I'm in deep. <laughs> I did not Real realize deep. what was going on here. And both of both of us, I think, really did not know where it was going to end up. I yeah. mean, we're, we're still, but there's still a boundary that we don't cross. I was going to say you probably yeah. like hit up against that sometimes, where like there's just something goes somewhere and it goes too far, and you're like, often, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, but the boundary keeps getting moved as you as we talk more and more about things. <laughs> right. We're like, okay, well, we talked about that. We thought we couldn't before, but we survived. So yeah. and, what's and, next? And uh, you didn't mention that one, Mom, before. What without what the hell? Yeah, yeah. So you know what? But it, that's the whole idea of this is just just like stretch the communication to as far as you can go. Because it's, why are we hiding it? Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because I also too like you know thought I knew everything about my parents who also like have a crazy story, and then I had them on my podcast, and like every time I like 
interview them or I hear somebody else interview them, I, it picks up like some new like thing that I didn't oh, know. Wow. Like, well, let's call mom and dad. Yeah, I mean, like the <laughs> other day we were talking about this like wet dream festival. It was a wet dream festival in Amsterdam that my parents went to. They went to the first one. It was like a big like orgy thing in the sixties. Oh my god! And like I guess my mom like masturbated with a Coke bottle. What? <laughs> like in the crowd in front of everyone. And my dad just like kind of casually threw that out there in your <laughs> conversation. And I was like, oh, my mom's like, I don't remember that. And my dad's like, I do. And I was oh like, oh god. god, that's kind of weird. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but your mom for a living was doing things that yeah know, most moms don't do. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. No, my mom's definitely. Um, You're also different. a mom doing something that yes, that is most moms that's don't why do. I can't wait to meet your mom. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she, I have a feeling she and I are getting along infamously. Yeah, I bet. So, um, okay, so you you started this podcast, and um, you know it's it's going pretty well. So, how did you get Cam? How did you get into comedy from public mm. policy at Stanford? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I start, I started at a young age because I was horrible at sports. Mm. So, like, that was my default. <laughs> like, I would do acting. And then I was like, okay, it's way more fun to make people laugh than cry. Right. So then I, I focused <laughs> on comedy. His dad was crying when he saw him play baseball. You know? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. So I was... I, Went to Stanford. Uh, I was doing comedy all, all throughout there. He started the Stanford Robber Barons. Well, founding member. Yeah. But, yeah, what, yeah. What, what is that? It's, it's like their sketch group then. Oh, No okay. one will know okay. unless well, you go there. Yeah. Okay. That's, you know what? No one knows it. Well, now, well, now people know. Now yeah. people know. Now and by the know. way. A shout out to the Robber Barons. Yeah. You, you should be very see. proud. I mean, that's, that's a prestigious group that you uh, started. You. I still wear the jacket that you got me with pride. <laughs> <laughs> She's very proud of me, if you couldn't tell. Well, she is your mother. Yeah. She should be. That's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, but then I went into consulting, actually. Management oh. consulting. Oh, really? After school. Okay. Because uh, I was like, I'd like to have money. And c- comedy does not seem like you can do that. You know, it's interesting, actually. I've, I've just from like... Your emails that you've sent me and like your follow up and stuff and the way you, you, your podcast is very organized and it's structured. There, I could see that you have like a business management background. And, that and you recognize totally that wasn't me sense. doing those those emails to you. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't know, but now I think I have an idea. Her emails somehow, I don't know. No matter how many times you go through them, there's either like <laughs> like a link to some other channel oh. or a typo or like the, oh. her her signature is like eight lines long. Oh, yeah. it, there's so many errors, especially when I like do some stuff on Instagram uh-huh. late at night. Like, you want to tell them what I did recently to your Instagram? Oh. You're talking about yeah. Oh my Lee. god, what? Oh, this is so humiliating. <laughs> so awesome. So uh, <laughs> I, I became obsessed with this girl on Instagram. Okay, and is I, she like an Instagram model, or is she like a friend? She's like a holistic wellness yogi Instagram okay. influencer. Oh, okay, okay, that's like Cam's dream girl. Okay, I don't know, but well, we'll see. Anyway, okay. so I I have messaged her and no response, uh-huh. uh, and then. I like a few days later I sent my mom an like a story of hers that she had posted talking about my mom's favorite book, which uh-huh. is The Four Agreements. Uh-huh. Dan Miguel Ruiz is the Four Agreements. That's so wait, hold on. I just watched I heard that that have you guys seen the new show Barry on HBO? Yes, the, they that, talk about I, that book in that show. I I freaked out about that. Yeah, because I, I was like, "Wait a minute! I just fucking heard that." Because yesterday we binge watched like the entire. It's oh, wow. such a great show. It's I have, such a great I have show. been telling Cam like this is ridiculous. It's, it's how really good, it is. good. Yeah. and it's such a dark comedy. Oh, it is so dark, it dark comedy, and it's got theater and it's got oh, just everything. and the characters are really complicated oh, and they're so funny. Yeah, 
It's it's really a great the show. Ch- the Chechen oh my God, I got, bald dude. Oh, oh he's hilarious. God. Okay, sorry, sorry. I'll have to check it. Anyways, out. you gotta go watch. Better. But I liked really it yeah. that much more because <laughs> I've been talking about the four agreements. I do the, my own live show on uh, on YouTube, and I've been talking about the four agreements like constantly. Like, and I I, I get obsessed with a certain thing like that or the five second world. But anyway, so <laughs> go on. So so, so she mentioned the four agreements. This girl mentioned four agreements. I sent this this story to my mom saying this is the girl I've fallen for. Check out what she's talking about. And then my mom sends me a text the next day that says, oh, my God, call me. And it's a photo of a conversation she had with this girl. <laughs> Accidentally. And the first line of it is my mom saying to this girl, oh, my God, you have to marry her. <laughs> so she intended to send that to me, and she sent it to the girl. Oh, my gosh. By accident, obviously. Did she read it? Yes. So oh. then that girl responds and says... Uh, At least I uh, got a response. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she goes, I wonder who that was supposed to go to. And my mom goes, oh, that was meant for my son. Oops. You you should check him out. We do a podcast to call Sex Talk with My Mom. Uh, hint, hint. Which, and then no response after that. Yeah. That was oh. the end of any of our correspondence with her. Oh. The ultimate cock block. <laughs> Wait, wait, we use this whole thing uh, demonstrated live in our live show. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, so, so yeah, worthy. I'm not the most techni- technically, I'm a little technically challenged. Yeah. It's a, well, it's a, my mom is too. My mom like swore, she like, it took me forever to get her on Facebook. And like when I first put her on Facebook, like when she first opened her account, every time like somebody would like send her a friend request, she'd like run into my room and she'd sit down and she'd be like, this person tried to add me, should I add them? Like, <laughs> like she really had to examine every person and like consult me to see if she, I'm like, mom, it's fucking Facebook. Who cares? Just add them. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, I don't want Instagram. That's too much. And then I showed her how to use Instagram. She's on Instagram all the time. All right. Oh yeah. She sounds just like yeah. me. <laughs> I, her I was, Instagram is popping. Oh, my Instagram is like huge. But I, I it's so funny because Facebook, I initially, was just writing on my own wall, to, mm-hmm. to, thinking I was writing to other people, oh but I was God. writing on my own wall. To, oh yeah, yeah. To, oh yeah. No, my mom does. Yeah. Would you ever do this? My mom will write in the comments section like something completely unrelated to the photo. Oh yeah. Like I'll post like something about like me like at the beach with friends, and she'll write in like, "Darling, are you coming up for dinner on Saturday? <laughs> okay. Please call me." I'm like, she's not okay. Mom, am, why don't you just text me that? I am much better than that. You are better than that. <laughs> yeah, but his grandparents will go into that yes. kind. Of, that's his grandparents will definitely do that one in broken English. Oh, it's, it's one of them. Spanish. Yeah. Well, oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Well, his his uh, on the father's side, uh, they were Argentinian. Oh, yeah. cool. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Um. Wow, that's really funny. So, um, so what was my next question? I just totally lost my fucking train of thought. Oh, okay. Um, the live show because you just mentioned that. So yes. you guys did your first live show last month. Well, it we wasn't did. our first actually. We've done I think three or four live shows. You already. guys did your not first live show last <laughs> month. Yeah. And um, but, so, but, what was that like, and what does that entail? Well, Cam produced this one, so I think this was a little more complicated okay. than yeah. the other ones. Yeah, in the past, we kind of guested on other people's shows. This one was like just us for an hour, mm-hmm. uh, and it was. We show a lot. It was all focused on DMs, like okay. people getting direct messages, either sending us them or uh-huh. how I've sent. You know, kind of was based on this experience yeah. of this girl, right, right, right. And so, it, it's pretty wild that that's become like a dating situation where yeah. people can ask someone out that they've been stalking on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Hint, hint. Yeah. What is hint, hint? <laughs> like what I did? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's not always effective, but right. it's a way to meet people. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And by the way, if you guys are trying to guess who this is. You're going to give a shout out? No, I'm not giving her a shout out because she didn't respond to you. <laughs> I'm just saying if you're trying to guess, I'm not telling because she, <laughs> she did not 
I couldn't believe it. She didn't even bother. Like, it's not very yogi yeah. of her. Exactly. I bet she gets That's all I'm saying. She probably gets hundreds, hundreds That's of these. Namas day. fucked that bitch. <laughs> Thank you. That's exactly right. Namas fucked up bitch. I love that term. I always say namaste the shit out of this. <laughs> yeah, but the live show was great. We, yeah. We had a, an audience there that was receptive to my mom and I talking about sex. Yeah. They were sharing their own stories. So did you kind of like interact with the audience then? Oh, Definitely. yeah. yeah. Well, we gave away Clona Willies. We gave away a lot of different prizes, and it was fun. Yeah, that's awesome. It was a fun time. You know, I um. So, what's the hardest thing do you think about stand up comedy? And like, do you like how far along? How long have you been doing it for? You said since like high school. Uh, I've been doing comedy in some sense since probably high school. Right, right. Uh, but stand up, I, I kind of moved away from stand up and focused more on clown. <laughs> yeah, your eyes went clown, not yeah. with the red nose. It's like a kind of a new type of comedy out here that is like uh, very. It's hyper physical. Okay. So I went to clown school. <laughs> so, and, and do you know about like my my kind of secret fetish about like angry clowns? No, no. I didn't know like, that. I want to have sex with an angry clown. No oh. way. Like a weird. Why do yeah. they have Why? to be angry? I don't know. It's just like <laughs> it's like an S and M thing. Yeah, because I'm into like being dominated and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. So. yeah. You're a, are you a sensual sub? Uh, I guess so. I apparently, Nina Hartley told me I'm a sensual sub. Oh, really? I and what does that entail exactly? I don't know, but I guess I am. I described how I am, and she said, well, that makes you a sensual sub. Oh. I'm actually having her on in a couple of weeks. Well, well ask, ask her, her what you are. Ask her what a sensual Say, sub Say, Karen is. Lee is a sensual sub. What am I? <laughs> <laughs> this has become a new thing. I often hear, especially in our podcast, people that are into clown porn. or mm-hmm. it, this is. Or, There's something like, I don't know, I think it's something about like taking the human element away from the person, and it's like it makes gives it a dangerous stranger. Yeah, people have edge fear of kind of thing. They, people I'm do. not afraid of clowns, but I just they there's something f- about the dirtiness. Yeah, it's dirt and it's weird too. And it's kind of creepy. <laughs> it's like yeah. they, I don't know, it's I like guess I, I'm into. <laughs> I feel like they would never shave their their genital area. This is what, this is what <laughs> I turns have to admit, you off. I did not think that far ahead. This I was not considering the manscaping of a clown. <laughs> What? Do you think it's like just a big that, red bush down there? No, I think it's like gray. It's like gray and dirty. Like not oh, smelly. I feel like clowns are smelly. Like they don't take I showers. Am a clown. No, you're a different weird clown. You're like a dork. You're, you're like you're a, a clean clown. Like clean like, clown. No, he's like more of like a dorky, nerdy, dancing weird clown. Thank you. But not like with the red nose and the, and the bozo hair and all that. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't. You don't use any of the normal clown. Outfit or makeup or okay, anything like right. that. It's just like a very silly. You kind of find the idiot uh, mm-hmm. in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm. So I got into that after doing stand up because stand up wasn't really my style of comedy. Yeah, um, St- that stuff. I tried to do stand up once in camp when I was about ten, and no one laughed at any of my jokes. And I'm still crushed about this to that day. Like that was like I remember. You know, you have those times when you're a kid. That yeah, were, these humiliating experiences that you always remember. That's one. Of them. Yeah. yeah, I had a yeah. I had an so experience like, like that too. Some guy bit my boob in the cafeteria. How the fuck yeah. does that relate wow. to doing stand up? No, I'm talking about humiliation <laughs> that you don't forget. It's, yeah. Those are the things you don't forget. Yeah, no, I think if somebody bit my boob in the cafeteria, I probably wouldn't forget that either. Doesn't happen every day. Oh my god! Sadly, <laughs> do you think I'm a little ADD the way I'm? Bing, 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 bing. Okay, never mind. No, you're just bringing like flavor to the conversation. Okay, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so back to Kim is on. Un- like again, I think 
being very humble. He was really good at stand-up. Yeah. Uh, I think he did really well, and I think he should not give that up at all. And he's also great at hosting. Like, he's just, he's like the kind that can go in the audience and just, like, kind of, like, make a, poke fun at the audience members and what they say, but not, like, in a mean way. Like, not in, like, in a Don Rickles, more like in a Howie Mandel way. Right, right, right. I, uh, I wonder how people feel when you just start calling about me the whole time, or well, like I'm, raving I, about me. The I whole believe time. in self confidence. Yeah, yeah. It's it's no, it's sweet. It's my mom does the same thing to me. She does like it make think, you uncomfortable. It kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be able, she like tell she tells people that like I'm this great writer, and I'm like fuck. She's like, yeah, I want her to be a writer. She should be writing. <laughs> you know what? I'm just like that with my other kids too. Like, I don't single. I don't single out Cam. Yeah, yeah no, my mom's true. the same. Like honestly, like in my mom's eyes, we can kind of like almost do no wrong. It's kind of bad actually. Yeah, like she kind of lets a lot of shit slide that she probably shouldn't. Definitely. How many siblings do you have? I, forgot. I have a brother and a sister. Oh, yeah. Are you the middle? or I'm the oldest. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ah, I'm the oldest yeah. too. Yeah. Oldest are the best. Oh, yeah. Well, are you the oldest? Uh, he's middle. the middle. Oh. Oh, okay. He's got an older sister. Yep. Who oh, I'm very proud of too. <laughs> what do your siblings do? Um, my sister is a writer. Can we say this? Yeah. She's a writer on Modern Family. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. That's really great. Yeah. My T- brother. Tell your mom. She's a writer. <laughs> <She's a writer. laughs> and uh, my brother's in music A&R. Oh, cool. So you guys are all like very creative. Yeah, and, yeah. It's an entertaining family. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so Karen. Yes. Um, Karen Lee. Yes. I know that um, you give a lot of advice, a lot of sex advice. So do you find that you are, do you have a big following of like older women who are like inspired by your push to get people back out there? Like, do you get a lot of women asking you for like advice on... Negative? No. No. I really? Only, I, like I said, I only get 18 to 35-year-old horny guys that want advice on dating cougars. <laughs> here Which, we are, just trying to help the ladies out, and yeah, it's only the guys that we hear from. I, I, I really, really... That's why I wrote my book, A Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There. Yeah. Because I thought, this is going to be for women, because right. I've gone through it, and I was out there for a while. I was doing a lot of crazy stuff, good and bad, positive, negative, but... Mm-hmm. On the whole, it was a great positive experience being single mm-hmm. second time around, and I wanted to share those you know experiences. And uh, the book did pretty well with uh, you know. I just think that men in general are the ones who are consuming videos on YouTube, maybe. Yes. So, but I do give a, a live show uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, and I talk to men about all their questions and anxieties about women, and um, a lot of it has to do with how you know their attraction attraction to the older women. Do you, is there one question in particular that you find you get asked the most often? Where can I find a cougar like you? <laughs> deep. <laughs> They're so deep. Yeah, right? Yeah. No, I mean, really, uh, uh, of course, I get questions like, for the first like four or five years, it was all about size, penis size. Yeah, I get that a lot too. Oh my Guys are God. obsessed with obsessed, their penis size. Obsessed, obsessed. And it's so, it, it's like, I started bringing out Petcock Willie every time someone brought it up. I would bring out Petcock Willie. It's a little statue of... It's not even a little. It's a nice size penis, and I wrote, eh, 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 "Don't bring this. Don't bring this subject up, or Petcock Willie is going to come out." But the truth of the matter is, it's like I've interviewed so many different people: porn, uh-huh. porn stars, right. urologists, other men, other women, uh, every walk of life, prostitutes. Everyone I've asked the same question, and there's nobody that that says that size is important. Yeah, yeah. You no, know? I found the same thing too. A lot of the porn stars that I've talked to. I mean, these are girls who take large penises for a living and a lot of times they prefer 
like a more regular size. Well, as Nina say, says, there's daily dick and special occasion cock. <laughs> I, I think most guys are not even concerned about are they do they have a big dick, but do they have a normal size dick? Mm. Maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah they want to know think that anyone knows what a normal size dick looks like because how often are you seeing well, a you know. erect dick? Well, I a lot. Cam knows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you see it. Yeah, yeah, but most frequently, guys. actually. So, 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 Holly, how important is penis size to you personally and on a professional level? Personally, not at all. On a professional level, it is important. Oh. I, did I explain this to you guys? I think you might. Yeah. I think I did. But here, I'll explain it to our listeners because this is important. So, one of the this reasons is this is because, like, I think that guys need to know this so that they don't look at porn and they see these huge dicks and think that that's what they have to like be to. Pr- to to please a woman. The thing with shooting porn is that you need to be able to see the penetration and have space between the bodies to see the penetration. So you need penetration and the ability to see the penetration. So the penis has to be significantly longer so that the bodies can open up a little bit and you can see that the penis is in the vagina. Um, so if you've got a guy with a smaller penis, usually the bodies have to be pressed together closer and it's harder to be able to see the insertion. And then also, too, it's porn and everything's over the top and everything's right, right. bigger than it should be. Girls got big fucking tits, big lips, big butt. That doesn't mean that that's a good thing. You know, it's a fantasy. Yeah, it's yeah. over the top. So, have you found, though, that this butt thing is also like going nuts? Everybody's getting butt implants. Ugh, yeah. It's, I've seen some, yeah, I'm not, I'm not generally a fan. It, pretty much always looks obvious. Yeah. And I see a lot of girls getting stuff done that they don't need to. It's completely unnecessary. When I was growing up, it was like, does my butt look big? Because if it does, I'm not going to buy these jeans. Now it's like, so I was always humiliated because I happen to have a big butt all my life. Now it's like popular to have a big butt and I'm like in a relationship for a long time. So it's like, (laughs) it just came at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I I couldn't butts be in when I was single, you know? I hear you. I I also have a large durier and um, I remember actually being in elementary school the first time a guy commented on my ass and I remember going home and looking at it in the mirror and being like, like, is this like some? Is it big? Is it really? Well, like, did, he, never, did he say we, it in a positive way? Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, say, I, I got literally yelled across the cafeteria in, in my freshman year. Hey, fat ass! Literally, <laughs> not not p h a t like fat. Yes, is <laughs> not in a complimentary way. I was mortified. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I was always really insecure about, which is like a big thing now that I wish that had been a thing when I was younger was um, like thick thighs because I've always had thick thighs mm. and like now it's like a thing like people love thick thighs and I always hated my fucking legs and I hated oh. my thighs and now I'm like it's almost like my favorite part of really? my body which is super weird but it's just like the trend has changed you know, know. It's, it's pretty it's fascinating that tr- there can be trends in the what we enjoy looking at in a body yeah you think that's like a primal thing like right. a hot person's a hot person a hot person this is crazy that it's changing over time. Yeah. And, and, and the same thing with boobs. I mean, like, I think they went from like natural to fake to now they want natural again. Yeah. I mean, you, you would know more than I would. Yeah, I know. No, definitely. I mean, I, there's definitely a trend towards more natural. A lot of my clients, um, like, for example, Playboy, like, really prefer natural boobs. So, because oh, wow. some of them, you ever see them in like a Vegas swimming pool? I'm like, why is her nipple on the side of her breast? It was like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, know, so right? disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some pretty terrible boob jobs. I've, the worst is when like the girl has it put, I think it's under the muscle. 
And I don't know if you've ever seen this, but like sometimes if they put their weight on their arm a certain way, like the implant will get pushed by the muscle and it'll like jump out of their oh, chest wow. and it'll almost like, oh, it looks like a you'll lump. see, a, it looks like an alien try to like burst out oh of there. Oh my God. And like, like a hunchback. Or yeah. Something. It's really bad. So some girls have that. So in like certain positions, like in sex, like it just looks fucking bizarre. Oh. You like can't. What do, do you it. do? Like you kind of walk up to them and give it a little nudge? Push, I make, push I that, make them I'm change positions. In. Push that shit in. I, yeah. I make them change positions or I make them like, it's oh, yeah, it's kind of rough. You have to do are it in a tactful way. Yes, yes. Do do are you able to see like oh this is this person is do you get like stats when you are shooting someone beforehand saying like this person has fake boobs this person has natural yeah boobs. yeah I mean I know who I'm shooting like it depends on how it goes like my clients specifically usually request it depends on the client like twisties request girls specifically um, and you know then we'll book them we book them ourselves so oh, okay. like I know who they are. Oh, okay, so you, um, you know whether they have fake boobs or not. Yeah, 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 because I also have to dress them, too, because uh, I do the styling as well, so I need to know their bra size and stuff like that. And but if you're just meeting someone, do you just say, hey, are those fake, are they real, or oh, do you no, just see? I make them take their clothes off, and then I take in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And you can tell immediately if they're yeah, fake or not. Yeah, I mean, there's been a cop. There's maybe like one or two girls who've had such an amazing boob job that like you actually couldn't tell, but that's so fucking rare. Oh wow! It's, I mean, then you, there'll still be boob jobs that are like pretty good, but you can still tell that they're fake. Um, and then there are some that are just like so incredibly bad. Wow! Right? I mean, like you know, the a lot of big breasts are due to fat. So you mm. see this woman who's like literally like a size negative zero, yeah. and she's got like double D boobs. It's literally physiologically impossible to be that way. Yeah, and it stretches the skin. And like, shame on the doctors who are willing to do that kind of surgery, you know, because hey. it just ruins their bodies. It's money. I know. I know. What about vaginoplasties? I, um, yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, if it's really that, if, if it's giving you that much insecurity, go for it. Yeah. That's how I am on all plastic surgery. I think that's like a personal thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so do you feel that like your sexuality has evolved with age? Like, are you more comfortable now, Karen Lee, with your sexuality than you were when you were younger? Because like, for me, I feel like that's definitely happened. Absolutely. For me. Oh that- my God, yes. Especially like, you know, I don't want to say lately, but yeah, I just, I feel like, I've always been a sexual person. I've mm-hmm. always enjoyed sex. Mm-hmm. And I think that everyone should have a very good first time mm-hmm. because that could set the trend. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think that the more, like, the longer you're in a relationship, I was married for 24 years with the same person. You want to make, you got to do things to spice it up. So you start right. experimenting with a lot of stuff. Right, right, right. And I think that when I first started out, people were not as like, oh, talk dirty in bed, and, you mm-hmm. know, and all that kind of stuff that they are now. It's like, yeah, you need to talk dirty in bed. And you yeah. need to try these different, like, I would never use a vibrator in front of my husband. That was like, you know, never even like thought of as a thing. And now it's like, hey, bring out the vibrator. We're about to have sex, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, it's funny because I've kind of gone through like an evolution too. Like, so I'm going to be 40 in September. Um, so like my 20s, you know, I think that, well, first of all, I was, drunk a lot in my 20s so most of the sex was I don't remember um, but uh, it was I think it was very much about like trying to like I don't know be a performer or trying to like please the, I don't know I think that I didn't really know like what I liked sexually and I, I thought that I would just do like what maybe even like imitate like what I saw I mean I was shooting porn like yeah, it's the worst way 20s, to learn too right so and then like 
And so I would be like really loud and vocal and, and talk dirty a lot. And now I've found that like I can't really talk dirty in bed that much anymore because it feels disingenuous. Right. I feel like oh, I'm repeating what I hear in scenes and it like takes me out of the moment. Oh, wow. So I went from being like super hardcore and like insane, like saying all kinds of crazy shit to like not so much anymore. That makes sense though. You know, my boyfriend used to work at a strip club mm-hmm. and the bartenders were all like women walking around in these little black negligees. And, yeah. and he was a male bartender. Yeah. And so one day I decided to go get like some new lingerie and I, I opened the door. I'm wearing this lingerie. He goes, can you take that off? The girl I was working, that I was working with is wearing the exact same lingerie. I feel like I'm at work. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding oh me? <laughs> are you freaking kidding me? But I mean, if you're in that kind of related industry, that yeah. I, I never thought about that that would change you know, how you acted in bed. Yeah. You wanted to do something different than what you're watching. Yeah, yeah. What would you recommend that somebody do if there's like a couple that needs to like spice up their life? Like we get that all the freaking time. That is our most common question. Yeah. Oh, really? On our okay. Podcast. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I, I think <clears throat> as men generally masturbate and talk about it all the time. Right. They have no problems. Women don't share their masturbation stories with right. each other, and I think all women need to masturbate and mm-hmm. find out how they orgasm. If they don't know, how is someone going to have ESPN guess it? Yes, that's true. So that's just like I think ma- lack of communication is a big thing because people are like, it's awkward to talk about sex. Yeah, yeah. Especially with your mom. Totally. <laughs> yeah, very, very much so. I mean, but you guys do like through your show, you do tackle like, you know, um, that, that whole idea that like talking about sex is taboo and, and you're kind of like, I feel like you're breaking that and pushing forward yeah. communication, which I think is a good thing. Thanks. That's the goal. I think that th- that is often what I've learned to like respond to. I-, I think communication is the only way to spice it up in the bedroom to really sh- to tell the person what's on your mind and mm-hmm. you know if there is this weird thing that turns you on that that should be communicated. We constantly get that question like, how do I tell my my partner that I'm into anal or mm-hmm. you know I want this type of blowjob and we're like just say that <laughs> yeah that's all you, that's yeah, all that yeah, needs yeah. to happen right and then if they say that's fucking weird. Then you know, just say, "All right, I hope you." Uh, <laughs> that, that can lead to another discussion, you know. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite kind of episode that you guys like to do? Do you prefer like more of like? Because I mean, I think that we it seems that we both have like interviewed different types of people. Like I've had on this show like comedians, and I've had sex educators and sex therapists, and then porn stars and directors and stuff like that. So it's always like a different kind of show. Like, mm-hmm. do you guys prefer maybe the more educational ones, the more comedic ones? Like, is there anything? You know, we've we've learned so much about. We've talked to so many sex educators mm-hmm. on our show, and uh, th- I think we're moving towards just only comedians or mm-hmm. people or, or situations that will lead to. Big comedy on our show, as opposed mm-hmm. to you know just education, right? Um, but I think my favorites have been when I bring on people I've hooked up with and discuss our sexual encounter <laughs> with my mom alongside me. Really, it's awesome. It's it, so funny because I never know what to expect either. Yeah, it, yeah. But I think I like I learn a ton. Yeah, and it's that's like really the limit of like you know, how does uncomfortable she like, can you make yourself? Does she like sit there and break it? it down and like one time tell she you got like really how fucking graphic. it was and yes like, oh yeah one time that happened and which it, episode is that <laughs> so people can go listen to it oh man did we give her a pseudonym I think uh, it's in our like top there's like a if you go to sextalkwithmymom.com mm-hmm. there's a starter kit and that will a be a starter kit yeah oh my God, there I are like that. three episodes that we think are like our favorites and it will be one of those yeah 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 okay there's been some real doozies of, of people that he's hooked up with or went on dates with that turned into 
you know, such funny episodes. Yeah. Do you have any great like date fail stories or date stories? (laughs) Uh, I was friend zoned on our podcast at one point. (laughs) Like, like, I thought we were on a date and we came and debriefed it. And then she was like, no, I just like your podcast and I wanted to hang out with you. This is not like romantic at all. (laughs) By the way, she just recently liked a picture at at, uh, the Human Fountains. Yeah. Well, not as, not out of, uh, like lust for me is more of just out of friendship, you know. Yeah. So that what's that f- was really uncomfortable. Yeah. What is a? Do you guys have like a favorite episode? Like, what's That's your such favorite a good question? Episode? Yeah. This this most open sex debrief is what it's called. Mo- okay. The most open sex debrief ever, mm-hmm. because it shows just how you can be on such different pages with the person you're having sex with. Mm. I had one experience that I didn't even enjoy it that much. Mm-hmm. Like I th- I felt like we were disconnected and mm-hmm. you know, she was just in it for like the pure physical pleasure of it. I was like, okay, I, I prefer more emotionally mm-hmm. connected sex. And she was like, that was the best sex of my life. She described it as poetic. It was like, I was like, poetic. what the fuck? How could we be... <laughs> How could this happen? Yeah. We're in completely different worlds. It's kind of funny. It's almost like the opposite of like um like the other situations that you hear of where like the girl's like not into it and the yeah. guy thinks that he she is like the Aziz Azari thing or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you yeah. like had the opposite experience. Yes, I'm like, constantly having the opposite experience. <laughs> so so clearly you're like you're reversal. more awesome than you think you are. Uh, I don't know if it's awesome, it's just a different preference, you know? Like I and it's also evolving. Like I might be moving towards more casual sex. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, are you? I've definitely heard that one before. Are you single right now? Happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you tell it. He literally went to New York last summer uh-huh. to experience casual sex because we were told that you have, if you want casual sex, you have to go to New York. There's like a six to one single female to single guy ratio. Like I feel like you everyone, could totally get casual sex here in LA. You don't totally. need to go to New York for that. I also wanted to explore, so I was like, okay. "Oh, this is an interesting okay. excuse." I also wanted to do stand up over there. Okay, so I basically spent the whole time doing stand up and contemplating casual sex. In <laughs> no, like it only happened like twice, and I was both. How long were you there for? Uh, the summer. Okay, and you only got casual sex twice. Yeah, but I and they also were both miserable. Yeah, well, I'm not a fan of. I'm, I just like <laughs> that's why I don't believe when he goes. Oh, I think I'm getting back into casual sex again. I'm like, what? Yeah, they're, it's just like so anxiety inducing. Are you more like what kind of lover are you? Are you the kind of person <laughs> yeah. that like do you need to feel connected to who you're yeah, with? Yeah, kind of. I mean, There's I could enjoy, wrong with that. I could get off easily with anyone. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like then you afterwards you're sitting there with them and you're pretending like you're so emotionally connected yeah. and that you care about each other yeah. and I'm like ah oh, this oh, we just had sex you, you can just leave can we not have <laughs> this anymore leave. and then I feel terrible and I'm like oh he's rattled with anxiety it doesn't always work out that easily I actually had right before I met my boyfriend who I've been with for almost two years um, I had the perfect casual sex relationship with this guy that I met on Tinder oh wow and it was Amazing. He lived up the street from me, so he was super, super close. He had a wonderful penis. He was incredible in bed. Um, my friend used to call him Anal Hurricane because, like, we would always—I don't know—we always had have anal sex. It was really weird. <laughs> and I'm hurricane. not like a big like anal person, but like somehow he got me there, and he was like, and it was great. Like oh, it was great God. with him. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Anal Hurricane. 
That's so um, but it was great. We had like, and I would just come over and we would only see each other like maybe once a month. And I would just go over there and literally would have sex. We chat for a little bit afterwards and then I'd go home and it was like, we were on wow. the same fucking page. Yeah. It was amazing. How did you get, how did you discover that was the relationship you guys were going to establish? I don't know. It was just like, cool. Cause I'm. I'm very fine with casual sex, and I wasn't really looking for a boyfriend. I actually, honestly, kind of have commitment issues, mm. um, so I'm 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 often usually single more often than I am in a relationship. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just went and we just had sex, and it was great. And then I was just like, meh, he'll call me, or I'll call. Him. Like I, I'm not the kind of girl who goes on a date. It's like, oh, is he gonna call me the next day? Like I kind of don't give a fuck if you call me the next I day. I love that. You're <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, because you're yeah. a cougar. And you know what else? They always call me the next day. Of course. <laughs> of course because you have that. I think it's because I don't care. Yes. Entirely. They always call me. Yes. It's because you have confidence. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just like, and it was funny too, because there was a time period that I thought to myself, I'm like, why don't we date? We, we really like each other. Like, That's what I was wondering company. when you were telling this. I, how do He's you, attractive. Yeah. We have greats. I don't know why. I think like, we had established something that just was so great and unique and like really worked that I think that both of us were a little bit afraid of like breaking the mm. spell. Like if we tried to take it a step further and it didn't work out, then we couldn't go back to just having like this great casual relationship. So are you done with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how, how did, did it end? Yeah. Oh, it was fine. I just called him and I was like, hey, I'm <laughs> dating. Actually, I think he asked me to come over. And I was, when I first started dating my boyfriend, I was still like, I wasn't committed right away. Um, it took him, him about two weeks to talk me into like being exclusive. Um, and so when this other guy, Anal Hurricane, hit me up, um, <laughs> I was just like, hey, um, sorry, I started no seeing No more hurricanes for you, but Yeah, <laughs> we're exclusive now. Um, you know, I'm really sorry. Like, I loved banging you. And, you know, <laughs> if we ever break up, I'll call you again. Oh, yeah. wow. And he was like, I'm so happy for you. He's like, you're great. He's like, to be honest, he's like, now I feel like kind of an idiot for never trying take it a step further. He's oh. like, but that's great. Good for you. And we're still friends. Like, you know, yeah, I say never say never. Try. You never know. Who knows if you can come back to the annual hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love my boyfriend now. Ah, okay. So I, I want that to work out. So oh, cool. I think me and anal hurricane are, are, are over. Over. but I will Sorry, always have the hurricane. memories. Yes. <laughs> See, that's the thing with, with um, friends of benefits, casual sex. You just never know. Like, why isn't it going a step further? Say I'd put myself in a situation where it's always younger guys. So mm. I knew I'm never going to be like, you know, when I was in my forties, I'm not going to be with someone in their twenties for yeah. the rest of my life. It's just not going to happen even yeah. though my boyfriend is considerably younger than me but not that young you know mm-hmm. so if you put yourself much younger mm-hmm. then there's then you can kind of like get that off the table so even yeah. if you are really connected and enjoy each other's company and you're mentally stimulating and everything else you still know when that your heart you're not going to end up with this person yeah there was um bef- when i was still on tinder before like i said i I met my boyfriend. Um, there was this 19-year-old boy that hit me up. <laughs> and I was like, okay, maybe. Because I was like, oh, I've never had sex with someone that much younger yeah. than me. But like after a couple of messages, I was so over it. He was so annoying. Yeah, I was like, you're so 19 years old. Yeah. I can't handle yeah. this. Like, that, that, this is that, not, like, no. that's way too young. No, you got to be over 25. It's like the brain doesn't develop until 25. Yeah. It doesn't fully develop. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, another thing that I saw that you guys did recently on your podcast, which looked kind of funny, and I didn't like hear the whole thing, so I didn't get to the results. Uh, you did a sperm test. Yeah, <laughs> literally, that could have been one of my my most funny episodes ever. So, tell us about the sperm test that you took. Were you like testing like the virility of your sperm? Yeah, the motel concentration, meaning the how many sperm moving alive and well sperm you have. Okay, and. Uh, I passed. 
was, well, it but was, it was incredible. hilarious. Uh, yeah, because so spoiler basically, alert, he passed, but that wasn't the point. We were given a home <laughs> sperm testing kit, right, by our sponsors, Health Test Express, uh-huh. and, and you get co- coupon code Mom for five dollars off. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, they sent it to us. We we did the whole like you, test. You find out the results on your on your cell phone. Yeah, so, okay. So you have to go jerk off, get this semen sample, and then like fuck with it and do like put like a powder in there, mix it up. Okay, oh, give them a visual image of what was going on because I live at you know you've been to our studio yep. or mm-hmm. so our studio is, is my is a two bedroom apartment and one one of the bedrooms is our studio. Mm-hmm. And so I had to we there was a time frame that I had to get this sample. And my daughter's so boy had to basically go in the bathroom and jerk yeah. Yeah. off. But she, knowing that your mom yeah is in the next room was, was waiting fucking awful yeah and, and my my sister's boyfriend was filming it. <laughs> This is a really weird experience. It was so bizarre. It, it, luckily, not filming me jerking off. But oh man! No, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. That, that would have been nice for patrons. I found yeah. out that he went into my bathroom because I heard her talking in the second bathroom. So I had to go into like I had to go in the point like furthest from her. Oh my! Oh I'm my like God. that is fucking weird. What the, what the hell are you doing in my bathroom? Did you, I didn't want to be there. How did you do it? I just. I just had to clear my mind, go for it. And, and <laughs> Do then, you like, I mean, you watch porn or something on no, your phone, he, right? He did just not. all in your head? Yeah, it was kind of, yeah. He's got a fertile imagination. Mm, yeah, I just had to get down to business. <laughs> it did take way longer than... Uh, it took like 30 seconds. Come on, it didn't ah. take 30 seconds. <laughs> it, took, it took longer than most of my... 45 seconds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, and then to, to think like, oh my God, they're waiting for me. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck, this is you, you, terrible. You know, this reminds me of when I used to have guys come in to uh, do test shots um, to want to be a male performer mm-hmm. because I'd have to like, their dick would have to be hard, you know, because we'd want to see how big it was. And so they would come into the office and we had like a back room where like we kept the wardrobe and the makeup room. So I would take him in there and then I would like hand him magazines and like a bottle of lube and I'd be like, just <laughs> knock on the door when you're ready. And then I'd like wait outside the door with my camera and then he'd knock on the door and I'd like run in and like try to shoot as oh. soon as I could, like before like his dick went down. And I remember once this guy accidentally, like, I guess he got a little too vigorous and he accidentally came everywhere. No See, I'm thinking that that, I'm thinking that, that came that would all have... over the floor and oh, oh my God, my, my sister. He was so pissed off. He like handed him. He's like, "You fucking clean that shit up." He's oh like, "I'm not cleaning God. that up." He's like, "What the fuck? He just came everywhere." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't think you're gonna work out, dude. <laughs> you are not hired." Yeah, I, I, I actually thinking that would happen to you. Oh, immediate. Oh, yeah, I could. <laughs> that pressure. Who knows what would happen? It's. I mean, I've I've said this so many times. Being a male porn star is so difficult. Yeah, I can imagine. It is. I, it's like every guy's dream, but every guy's nightmare. Oh yeah, it it's would be a nightmare. It's every man's dream until they try it. And Unless like you're like the one percent of dudes that can actually do it, yeah. But then, in I think it's a tough, tough thing. Oh yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. It sounds like oh, I can fuck all these gorgeous girls, but it, in reality, it's like hard, hard. Literally, no pun intended. Hard work. Yeah. Well, and also too, <laughs> like you're not gonna start like with the big stars. You're not gonna come in and like do your first scene with Tori Black. Like you're gonna start like. And the more amateur end, and you're not going to get the big stars. So, and you <laughs> yeah. need to kind of be able to prove that you can keep your penis hard with a girl you're not attracted to. Oh, wow. because that will happen. That is wild. You I know? wonder what's going through those guys' brains. I, I remember one guy told me he just had a Rolodex of fantasies, and he just 
pick and, one. Yeah, and, and that's just, what the women told me. They wow. say, they say, I go, I always ask because to me, I'm like, I'll look at one thing and I'll be like obsessed. I'll be like, why does he have a mole there? I cannot get turned on by that, <laughs> you know. And and I and, and they, but the women I've interviewed that love doing porn, they say they just focus on the thing that they find attractive. They'll find something attractive, yes. and that's what they'll focus on. So yes. they really use their mind. To get them there, this yeah. Is, I bet meditation would help in this. Area. Totally, yeah. You're focusing your concentration and, and be, it's wild. But well, have you ever, oh, can you imagine if you had bad breath or oh, stinky, stinky balls or something? It's just like what there's would you been do? some. There's been some situations where we've had to open windows. Oh man, what what if people fart during the whole thing? Do the, they? Yeah, I mean, usually <laughs> it's queefing. Oh yeah, but what if it's farting? It's so ew. It sounds the same. <laughs> I mean, it generally, honestly, generally, the smell does not come from that orifice. It usually comes from the other one. Oh wow! With a girl, if she's got like BB or something like that. Oh geez, that is the problem. Yeah, Wait, it doesn't is, happen what, often. What is BB? Uh, a, a bacterial infection. Bacterial? Oh, oh. Wait, is it BB? Like a yeast infection? Yeah, right? kind of oh, like no. yeah, it's got all kinds of. St- oh no! Yeah, and I've heard some stranger stories with. <sighs> The poop stories and stuff like that too. That, yeah, just like gross. Is there a lot of laughing going on on set? <laughs> Are there mostly clowns? crying? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> it's mostly me crying in the corner, being like, oh, "I want to go home." No, um, it depends on who we're shooting. Um, some girls are fucking hilarious, and I have a great day, and we laugh all day. Some girls, I want to fucking strangle them and throw them out the window, uh, but they'll never know because I'm very good at keeping my composure. <laughs> I'm you very have to good be at- like a psychologist. You've oh, got to totally. be so many other. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it's more like being a, a therapist than yeah. anything else. Oh wow! So, um, um, what, oh, I wanted to ask you. So you are on Cam yes. America's Got Talent. Yes, I am. Tell us about how that came up. I uh, this clown it, this clown life. Clown life, probably, huh? Yeah. Clown, oh my God. Can we hashtag clown life? <laughs> hashtag clown life. <laughs> uh, some of my friends uh, made a, a video when they were in high school uh-huh. that went, it was just them like uh, spitting water in a choreographed way to like opera music. Uh huh. Into each other's mouth. It, yeah. So it gets kind of gross. Uh huh. We're exchanging spit. So, so anyway, the recent, like 10 years later, or even maybe more, they, Posted it on Reddit and it became like the number one video on Reddit. And then, really, and one of them happened to be in Brazil while this happened. And they, he was running because he's a runner, and he got hit by a car, and he broke his his whole leg. Oh my gosh! And so they needed a replacement spitter. <laughs> called the only clown they knew, and then I got grandfathered into this group, and we're doing well. We're on America's Got Talent. You can check us out. Oh my god, Human Fountains. That check so check them out. Bizarre. They're on Instagram too. Yeah, yeah. Instagram. And this was the thing that your girl liked. Yes, Which, that you were talking oh, yeah, about. Because yeah, yeah. I heard the, when you said the I'm like, what are they talking about? But then uh-huh. I just let it slide. But now, <laughs> yeah. now coming full circle, it makes sense. Yeah, They're all yeah. coming out of the woodwork now. They want that fountain. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. want that fountain boy. Yeah, yeah. I'm so proud that I sent my kid to Stanford so he could spit in some other guy's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is my pride and joy. It is my claim, my my favorite like project. And I've by ever the way, on. can you just imagine the the germ exchange oh, that's going on with those water yeah. bottles? Yeah, we're constantly getting sick. It's not good. Really? Well, we're spitting into each other's mouths, and it's like, put it this way: we interviewed Dirty Lola, and she almost she was horrified 
Someone, <laughs> someone named Dirty Lola is horrified. <laughs> Nina, Nina Harley was Nina. I, I talked to Nina and she's like, "Are you kidding me? I Can hope- we turn this into like a cum swapping?" Kind no, of thing no. She said like she suggested putting vodka in the water bottles to like you know half vodka, half water, so that they would sterilize you know whatever germs that were going back and forth. Because Cam is always sick when he's doing the yeah, mountains. It's nuts. Oh my god! I have gotten a lot of DMs asking that are like puns on like, oh, I I uh, I swallow, I don't spit. Like, All right, this is an interesting come on. Oh my god, that's that's uh, yeah, that's interesting. Were we talking earlier before we started about cooking with cum? Yeah, yeah. Where, how did that come up again? Well, I was saying that after I did a video with someone who was, suggested that I do a video on cooking so that your sperm tasted good. Um, she took it oh. off. She wanted to take it off my YouTube channel, so it's no longer there. So we have to. We'll do another podcast. So okay. So she was to. talking about eating foods that make your sperm taste good. Yes. Not putting your sperm in foods. No. Oh, I totally thought that that's what you were talking about. No, no. That's why I was like, oh yeah, like that one video where like the girl like does the gokun gangbang and then she uses the cum and she makes herself like eggs and then she eats no it. No way. Yeah. Pretty, pretty oh cool. my god! Do you have like I mean, why there's like a cooking with yeah. cum cookbook? Why do, why is it in porn that that's so important to have that like woman that's dying to consume with a massive amount of cum that's coming out of this guy? What is that? I think it has to do with like I don't know. It's like the culmination of all of that buildup in his testicles. Oh, it's like man. a visual representation of like the grand finale. I don't know because <laughs> like women, you know, when we orgasm, we don't really like it's not visually as yeah. So we don't projectile. Well, yeah. actually, it depends on who we're talking about. Yeah, the you squirters. Got the squirters. Yeah, yeah. The squirters. Yeah. Oh, I like the way you say the squirters because what's your take on the squirting? So this is like a hot button controversy yeah. in the industry. Like, I bet you I like, agree with you. People all the time. Um, I think that a lot of it probably isn't real squirting. It's pee. Like I've I, I oh, wow. smelled it. It depends. Let me. Some of those girls when it like projectile across the fucking room. Fuck you. That is not you squirting. That is your pee. And I yeah. actually do. If you look closely at their vagina, you can see it's. Coming out of a different hole. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. So, um, and you can expect, inspect it on camera. Yes, yeah, I'm the close cam. Yeah. So oh, I'm, I'm yeah. always the one, yeah. like, literally my camera is always the one focused on the general. I am like, so glad I, you told me that because all this time I'm thinking to myself, why is it the one time that I think I scored it? I really think I peed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, there goes that boundary again. Yeah we, yeah, we never talked about that and that was a boundary. I had that one one experience and, I, and I'm like, what is, why is it wet all over the sheet? And the guy was, goes, ah, that wasn't me, that was you. I'm like, oh, did I score it? And I'm thinking to myself, I don't think I scored it. Yeah, oh, I don't know what God that is. Damn. I'm guessing that was pee. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it should be. It shouldn't smell like urine. It should be like clear. That's like a big thing. Like sometimes if the girls like you know squirt isn't fully clear, then so it's not always. Pee. But meanwhile, they tell you if you want to no. squirt, you should drink an entire bottle of water. See, first but that, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I feel like that doesn't make sense. That's what like makes you pee. I don't know. Like I honestly like I I don't have a final answer on this. I feel the jury's like this still is, out. The jury's, the jury's still, still out. out, but it's most likely a combination of both. I mean, there might be like some, you know, like vaginal. Excrement yes. from the from the proper orifice, the vagina, and yes. then it mixes with the pee that's coming out. So it's it's a combo. So you think it's like a, a double a and double whammy? A You're double. squirting and peeing oh. at the same time, probably. You're not into that, can No, no, no. Yeah, why are guys into squirters anyway? I don't know. My my actually my my boyfriend was telling me that he used to date a girl who was a squirter, and he was like. 
it was kind of the worst. We just like change the sheets like every fucking yeah, time. Like, yeah, I gotta get that blanket. Oh my god, it's like so. I mean, like it soaks through to your mattress and like oh, and your whole bed smells like pee. It's a problem, <laughs> man. Oh man, this is gross. It's oh, no. enough. We got all the other stuff going on. We don't need any pee. Yeah. I know, I know. It's too much. Um. So Cam, you're single. Yes. So what what kind of lady are you looking for? So hey, ladies, everyone listening, Cam is single. I'm single. He's looking for casual sex, but probably not. <laughs> yes. There's no way. I always try. Yeah, I think I'm always looking for someone who has like this spiritual like okay depth and uh, but not a lot nicer than the one who didn't respond. Yes. Yeah, well, somebody who actually responds to you. Yeah. Which but is you hard want to somebody find and like know that that exists and mm-hmm. yeah. It's just, are you a spiritual person? Yeah, yeah. Do you do like yoga and meditate and mm-hmm, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff? Oh, he goes awesome. on silent retreats for weeks at a time. Really? That's where he oh, gets... My makeup artist is going on a silent retreat like in a couple of weeks for like oh, a weekend. Wow. He gets very sexually stimulated there. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, we talked about this once on our show when I came back from the silent retreat. Uh-huh. When I'm in a state of calmness is when it's... Anything for everyone, it's mostly easy for them to get aroused. Interesting. And so when I'm in silence, that's like when I'm like a complete bliss and mm. like peace. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, is when like any thought can trigger like an erection or like a sudden... <laughs> because you can become so sensitive There's to a any bird. Eye. I think I'm going to come. <laughs> Like that one dude in meditation class keeps his jizzing in his pants, man. <laughs> so if you want to be Cam, if you want to be Cam, go on a silent retreat. Yeah, I, I can just see you doing yoga, and it's just like your silhouette, and there's just this boner like sticking out of your pants. It's like you like doing these like yoga moves yeah. in front of a sunset, but there's yeah. just like this. You know, Shavasana, the, yeah. the final pose that you're lying on the ground, yes. is like, it can be very scary for me because I'm like, I'm, I'm very blissed out right now. And there goes There's the boner. people around. I hope I don't pop one. The teacher is not, is not her eyes aren't closed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> She's just like looking at everyone and so relaxed. Uh, what's that going on over there? <laughs> what's that movement? Yeah. I, but at the same time, so having the spiritual quality, but also the, the, the lightness of comedy. So it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of a, I don't know. It's hard, to, it's hard to find that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, yeah. I feel like you're going to find somebody. Thank Ladies, you. if you are into <laughs> spirituality, uh, guys who get boners when they're doing yoga. I wish Holly wasn't in a relationship right now. <laughs> oh, every fucking time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> she tries to set me up with everyone that My comes mom does the show. same thing. She's it's the crazy. worst. Oh, my mom's the worst. She's always trying to set people up. She always talks uh she always tries to talk people into breeding. She doesn't even breeding. say like Yeah, she doesn't even say like are you going to have kids? She's like when are you going to breed? Oh my god. Like they're racehorses. That's hilarious. I I'm not so into the whole breeding thing, but I am into the like, well, you know, someone opened up and they seem like such a wonderful person. This would be a good match for Cam. <laughs> <laughs> I know we I mean, she's always like trying to set my my brother single. Actually, he just started dating somebody who I think he really likes, so that might change. But my mom's been, yeah, relentlessly trying to fix him up like these last like couple of years or something, and he's just like, fuck. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I just want them when it's right to be with the right person. I'm of not course. like dying for any of my kids to like get married or have kids, although I'd be nice one of these days, but it's not like I'm one of these moms that are like, I must be a grandma now because I'm kind of like not into that whole title. You yeah. call yourself the oldest living millennial. Yeah. It would be <laughs> very weird if you were a grandmother. I am the oldest living millennial. Yeah, see, my mom likes to drop like little guilt trip hints on me about having kids because she really wants grandkids. And like, none of us, actually, my sister just got engaged, but like, none of us are married or have kids. And and so, um, yeah, she likes to drop little like guilt, like. 
It's oh, nice. I'm happy it's with the way sweet. things are. You know, like the, having kids just changes a lot. All of a sudden, oh. everything you focus on is on the kid instead of on relationships. That yeah. you're, I'm finally at a point where I moved to California and my three kids are there. So I'm not dying for them to have kids and yeah. having it to go to bed at 530 and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've been like, I've, I was like enjoying, you know, the idea. I don't know. I went through a time period where I wasn't sure if I wanted kids or not. And now I think I'm getting to a point where like, I do want kids. And like lately, I feel like I've been kind of having baby fever. Oh, wow. I'm so glad my boyfriend doesn't listen to this podcast. The biological clock is ticking. Oh, it's the worst, man. It's worse being a woman and like, you know, knowing that like you have like this short. Well, just freeze your eggs. Sucks. Yeah, but that's like 20 grand. Oh, I know. That's the problem. Yeah. So oh, if somebody wow. wants to donate 20 grand to my Patreon so I can freeze my eggs, go right ahead. Do they get one of the children? If- sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you get the firstborn. I mean, a lot of times when you do like, you know, those artificial insemination things, you have like more than one kid, right? Yeah. You normally end up with like quadruplets. So yeah, I'll, just, yeah. I'll give you one. Yeah. It'll be like too many for me to deal with anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Donate twenty thousand dollars and get level. one of Holly's children. <laughs> Everybody's been wanting one. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank this you for having so us. Great. Oh so, can you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Sure, we're at Sex Talk with my mom on Facebook and Instagram, and we are on Twitter at Sex Talk Podcast. We also have a Patreon at Sex Talk with my mom. Mm. And uh, on any like streaming platform to check out our podcast. Yeah, we have a YouTube on. channel and, and as he said, it's Instagram. Did you want to say your Karen Lee Potter show? Oh, yeah. So I have a YouTube channel. If you're a horny guy <laughs> who is interested in cougars. <laughs> check out Karen Lee Love. I've now changed it to love because Potter was really complicated. Oh, okay. It's, it's so, Karen Lee Love. I like uh, that. Yeah, it rolls you. off the tongue nicer because you got like the double L's. Yeah, I'm spreading the love. And then, and, <laughs> and I have a book called A Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There. It's on Amazon on Bar- and Barnes & Noble and we might be doing a giveaway. Ooh, yes, 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 we are. So um, Patreon members will get the opportunity to get one of these books signed by Karen. And we have these exploding condoms, <laughs> which I guess I won't mail to people, right? Nah, not Unless a great they're idea. in like a uh, padded envelope. Yeah, yeah, if you put them in a padded envelope. Then maybe. I think okay, maybe we'll try that. Or or maybe we will um, mail them to... And then they can send us pictures of the exploded condoms. That would be oh. really maybe, like, We can have a contest, like whatever the best like exploded who, who condom the, is. Yeah, I the, love that. The one that most <laughs> looks like squirting. <laughs> a squirting condom. <laughs> Didn't you say that like, someone uh, thought that you sent them used condoms because like, yeah. they Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend was like, why did you send my wife... <laughs> a used condom in the mail. I was like, dude, that was not used when I sent it. So I don't know what happened well, to I the postman. Post, yeah, I know. The post. get- postman got really horny. He must have been watching my YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, God. I actually have sent, um, this is back like before everything was like totally digital and uploading everything, but I have actually sent like D- VH or DVD the little like mini DVD tapes to like clients like of scenes and stuff and I've had them fucking stolen out of the package. Whoa. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. So those mailmen, I don't know. They're looking for that They're looking bank, for that, that spank material. That spank material, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you again for coming on. Thank, thank you. you for this us. was so much fun. Yay, I know. I'm so glad we got to do this. So uh, don't forget, guys, that I was also on their podcast. You should go check out my episode there and just um, all of their episodes. There's some pretty pretty great ones. Thank oh, you. yeah. Leave a rating and review on iTunes. Yes. That yes. helps and all subscribe. of us. Yeah, it does. And subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah, that really helps. Yep. 
And um, I also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered. I have my YouTube page. I have almost all of my videos um, from my podcast up there. We've been playing catch up, but that's a youtube.com slash hollyrandallphoto. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, that was just as fun as I knew it would be. I had already been on their podcast, as I mentioned. So I knew that, you know, we had some chemistry and we were going to have a good time. And that did not disappoint. And they're just uh, so adorable, both of them. And I really enjoyed having them on. And I hope you guys did as well. Next week, make sure you guys tune in because I've got a very special guest. <laughs>